Hello everyone, my name is Pastor Mike Matthews and you are tuning in to episode 46 of the Limping for Jesus podcast. Today we are going to be in Galatians chapter 4 verses 1 through 7, but I wanted to start with a couple announcements. You can find um, our weekly devotionals on nymphingforjesus.com. It's a WordPress uh, blog that I have. You can find us on Facebook under the same name. We are going to be providing weekly devotionals on Wednesdays, and the podcast is going to be moving to Thursdays starting today. So, the devotional and the podcast are going to go hand in hand because I will introduce the Bible passages in the writing on Wednesday and on Thursday we will go into deeper into the text. Today's lesson is going to be on the fact that we are no longer slaves but we are children of God through the power of Christ. If you have been checking out the previous episodes, you, I have touched on this several times. The book of Galatians is Paul defending the truth that we are saved by faith alone in Christ alone. That Jewish and non-Jewish people have the same gospel. That God saves people by by the finished work of Jesus Christ. So, we are going to dig deeper today in these first seven verses of the text of Galatians 4. So, I'm going to open up with prayer and then we will get started. Father, I want to thank you for this ministry, limping for Jesus, I pray that we can help people trust you in hard circumstances. Lord, I pray that this devotion and lesson will help people grow closer to you. In your name I pray, amen. All right, guys, I'm going to start reading verse 1, and I'm going to go to verse 3. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. All right, so... This ver- these three verses could be difficult to understand in a 21st century context. But what Paul is addressing throughout the book is a couple of things. Legal- the legalistic interpretation of the Mosaic Law and the fact that Gentiles do not need to be followed to Judaism and get circumcised to become a believer in Jesus. So the two types of people that are uh, being considered in the first three verses are Jews who are feeling the weight of the legalistic Mosaic law 
and Gentiles who were enslaved to their pagan religions of the day. Now, when I study on these verses, there's also a demonic undertone to these two types of systems because no matter if you're a first century Christian reading this letter or you're a 21st century, 21st century Christian reading these words, we all have the same problem. Apart from Christ, we are enslaved to um, the principles of the world, the culture, the religion, everything that will make you pursue how to be made right in your own eyes or earning salvation that can only lead us to slavery why is this important because in the next three verses we see God's solution for this problem verse 4 but when the fullness of time had come God sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer slaves, but a son. And if a son, then then an heir through God. All right. This promise is for all Christians. The the patches here tackles some major things in the Christian faith. Jesus, 100% God, 100% human, the perfect sacrifice to appease God's wrath for sin. He lived a perfect life. <coughs> he was he was born under the law to redeem those who were under the law, so that he might that we might receive adoptions as sons. Jesus makes us freely children of God. If you put your faith in Jesus, you and I are now children of God. The Holy Spirit makes your heart alive, and now you are no longer slaves to any principles of the world or man-made religion. We are children of God. The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. This is for man, man and woman. So don't get tripped up on the word son and and because the, the, the context here is for all believers. So you and I, we have a father now. A father who will provide for us, protect us. But namely, he made us right with himself. So in the courtroom of heaven, you and I are declared not guilty by the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to read verses 4 through 7 again for you. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law. So, this is why. This is why Jesus 
was born under the law, born into Judaism, born under the Mosaic law and covenant to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoptions as sons. Now, the doctrine of adoption is often overlooked in Christianity, and it is important because Paul has the mindset of adoption in Roman culture as an image, imagery word, word picture for his readers. And that is, when you, were, when you are adopted in Roman culture, you get 100% rights as a natural-born child. So you and I are 100% children of God through our faith in Jesus Christ. There's no more boxes to click. There's no more hoops to jump through. We have trusted in Christ, and we are no longer slaves. So no matter, here's the main point I want to drive home for you, is no matter what your cultural background is, your racial background, your religious background, you are fully a child of God through the personal work of Jesus Christ. That is beautiful. That is a powerful truth. And I love that truth. Your parents may not have uh, picked (laughs) the timing of your birth. You may not have a good relationship with your family. You may not come from a religious upbringing. You may feel like you are not good enough to be a Christian. But guess what? Your salvation is not up to you. It's Jesus' work that makes us a child of God. This is great hope, friends. I just want to keep re-establishing this truth that you are, that God chose you. God chose you. He adopted you as his son or his daughter in Christ. You are a child of the king, and you are called to represent the kingdom. So no matter what background you are from, you have been included into a higher way of living. You have been called to kingdom living. I know for me, this helps me limp well for Jesus, to know that my father has my back. That when life is hard and the devil is trying to put doubt in my life, that God doesn't love me. If you find our message from Wednesday, I titled it, God Loves Us, No Matter What Circumstances May Say. We all will experience doubt in our life. That's why we need to build our faith on the hope of the Word of God. The Bible is true, and the Bible tells us that we, in our hearts, now because of Jesus, we cry, Abba, Father. So I want to end today's podcast by reminding you of this text. Let it be your heart cry. 
But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoptions as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. That promise is for now and forever. If you have put your faith in Christ, you have real hope now. You are a child of God now, and one day we are going to step into eternity and be with the Lord forever. Father, I want to thank you for my audience. I pray that those who hear this lesson tonight or whenever they hear it, that they would be encouraged, that they are no longer slaves, that they are children of God because they have put their faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Thank you for saving us, Lord. May we limp well for you. In your awesome name I pray, amen.